0: everyone. Welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, TVTPFL. It's Friday. We got here. We got to the end of the week. It's November 12th. It's 2021. We have 11 NBA games to talk about. Today, I hate when the NBA does this. Heavy games Monday, very little games Tuesday, heavy games Wednesday, very good little games Thursday, heavy games Friday type of weeks. And I mean, we have it some next week, too, so it just it, I don't like when they do this. I wish that we could just get six to ten games every night and call it a day, but, I mean, it is what it is. But I am joined today by my good buddy, Will Priester, Chief Justice 06.
1: What's happening, my friend? Doesn't much, man. Doing good. Uh, definitely ready to break this slate down. My Hornets are playing on this one, so uh should be fun to talk about. A lot of good things going on in Charlotte these days.
0: A lot of talent like in the G League for them too. I think that's something that people are like forgetting about. JT Thor might actually be really good. Um, we'll see. But we'll we'll see. A lot of young talent in Charlotte, that's for sure. Not a lot of good things going for the Magic. Even though I saw a stat today that like the the starting five for the Magic have been like the best offensive efficient like team this season. It's just they don't have any depth whatsoever. So, but that's what happens when you have four or five guys out every night when they're just recovering from injuries. But this season is a wash for me. I already knew that. So, uh, let's get into it. 11 games. We get started with the Knicks at Charlotte. 225.5 and a half total here in the Knicks, a one point favorite. Nerland's Noel is questionable. Washington's out. Let's start with the Knicks. You know, you were just kind of talking about Charlotte. They're playing really fast to start the season, and they're playing no defense whatsoever. Uh, talk to me here about the Knicks.
1: Yeah, man, the Knicks have a lot of good pieces. I'm trying to figure out what's happening between Kimba Walker and Derrick Rose. Like, what is this, you know, weird conundrum there and where, where Derrick Rose is kind of getting 30 minutes as the bench guy and Kimba's getting 20 minutes as the starter. Um you know, and his minutes did start to pick up, and then they now they've kind of been fluctuating again. So I don't I don't know what to what to really make of it. Um But I mean, both are cheap, like you said against Charlotte. You would think they kind of unleashed Kevin here in this spot? You know, the team that drafted him. And there's no bad blood there, but I, I'm just man. It seems like this would be a spot they try to, you know, give him some form of a leash. Uh, Evan Fournier is 4,800. He's playing, you know, anywhere from 25 to 29 minutes. R.J. Barrett, he's playing big minutes, and he has put up some pretty good performances this year. Uh, I, You know, he's a guy I, I – maybe I consider on this slate, but, man, does he have enough upside? I don't think so. Main guy is Julius Randle. He's 10-2. Uh, absolutely could get there, but I just – I don't like the pricing overall outside of and Rose. And I don't know which one is going to get the minutes today. All those signs seem to be pointing to Derrick Rose.
0: I'll say this about Fournier. I don't necessarily love him for DFS, but he's someone that I'll be checking his, like, points prop in this game and even, like, a three-point prop because Charlotte is just allowing so many threes to wings. So I think R.J. Barrett and Evan Fournier are super interesting here. The point guard situation, I mean, if you're playing a lot of teams – you probably get exposure to both of these guys, not on the same team, but you probably get exposure to playing both of these guys. Um, outside of that, I mean, Julius Randle, massive ceiling in any matchup. Um, I mean, it's been almost, I think it's nine games ago against the Magic was the last time Julius Randle went for 60 plus. So, I mean, Charlotte's a team that he can do it. This is a type of game. Julius Randle, this game is going to be a little bit faster paced. I, I think this is the, the style that he would prefer to play overall. Uh, Charlotte, I mean, they're going to push the pace. LaMelo Ball wants to push the pace. They got, you know, some young guys here with Rozier. What are your thoughts here on Charlotte?
1: Yeah, I mean, I I like it. Um, you know, Lamelo's expensive now, man, 9900 I just can't pay it. Like, he's got the upside, but I just – I don't want to pay $9,900 for him in this spot. Terry Rogier, I, I do like that price. Um, I think that price is definitely okay. Uh, Kelly Oubre just, you know, gosh, man, he just keeps having these random pop performances. You know, is he going to play 30 minutes this game? 28? I don't know. But I, I definitely think he goes on your tournament list. And then Miles Bridges, you know, this is a guy that – He's had, he's had a pretty good season, but like I was trying to tell people, as this team gets a little bit healthy and a little bit more healthy, when Terry Rozier starts playing 30 minutes, Miles Bridges could not continue to, to be a 50-point fantasy score per game, not, not with this team. So uh, even at 8K, I'm, I'm, just, I'm not playing Miles Bridges. I think Kelly Oubre is probably the best value on this team currently.
0: I mean, both of these teams are not good defensively. Like the Knicks, they want to play offense; they don't want to play defense. Um, so, you get two lower-rated defensive teams. The game being in Charlotte, Charlotte wanting to push the pace. Rozier is someone that I really like um, in this spot, and I mean, you mentioned Ubre. If this game stays close and he's shooting well, they're going to let him be on the floor, and he's going to shoot. This dude's going to put up shots. So the upside. Is certainly there. Ah, I don't love this spot for Mason Plumley. I mean, I like the price, but I don't love the matchup necessarily. Um, there's just too many mouths to feed. Um, Hayward, he's he's okay. I think he's someone that you know puts up 35. I just don't know if that's enough to pay off this price tag. Moving on, we got the Bucks and the Celtics, 216 total. Milwaukee, two-point favorite in this one. DiVincenzo, Lopez, and Middleton are still out. And then Jalen Brown is still out on the Boston side of things. Giannis is probable. Let's start with the Bucks. What do we like here for Milwaukee? Uh,
1: Giannis is 12K on this slate. A uh, game should be pretty competitive, you know, but at 12K, mm, I'm, I'm just – might be a little bit too steep for my blood here. As long as Drew Holiday is going to hover in this low 6K range or mid-6K range, I'm in. The reason why is because I, I do know that he has the upside. It, it's coming. So I'm, I'm in on that. Um, uh, Pat Connaughton off the bench at 4K. He's been really good. You know, you don't know when he's going to have that pop performance. But at 4K, definitely a guy I think, you know, you can get, get in on. I know we probably all thought Jordan War was going to play a lot more minutes this season. Bobby Portis is back. Guess what, folks? He's 6K. Um you know, is he going to get 30 minutes in this spot? I sure hope so. Uh, if he can get 30 minutes, this is a guy that we, we know he can put up 40.
0: Yeah, Bobby Portis is someone, you know, the second end of the back-to-back that kind of limited his minutes. I mean, that was to be expected. Um, so I, I really like Bobby Portis here. I think the price is still really good with Lopez out. Um, so don't mind him. Don't mind Giannis. He's 12K. It's just more of a price thing than anything else. Um, I think if I, I I don't think I'd rank him, you know, first or maybe even second as like the studs go on this slate in general. Um, Outside of those guys, I mean, Drew is not the worst option here. You know, we're, we're slowly starting to see Drew Holiday put up shots, um, at least 14 and three straight, over 30 minutes and three straight. Maybe now, like, all right, well, he's played 30 minutes in three straight. Now we bump him up to, like, 33 to 35 minutes. All right, now we're talking on Drew Holiday. Too much talent not to have interest at 6,600 in tournaments. On the Boston side of things, um, I mean, we've seen Jason Tatum just absolutely crush here with Jalen Brown out. 10K, decent matchup. Um, I mean, this is a game where I think both of these teams want to kind of prove at the beginning of the season, like, Hey, we want to win the East too. Um, What are your thoughts when we're looking at Boston here?
1: Yeah, definitely. Excuse me. Definitely like Boston. Um, I've got slight interest in Dennis Schroeder in this spot. Um, Haven't really seen the complete upside yet. I don't think. Uh, well, one game, and that was against Charlotte, of course, and I think that was double overtime or something like that. But um, at 62, I don't hate it. I think, I think I'd still rather play Drew, but I don't hate it. Marcus Smart is 5,100. Just playing big, man. So I think we can get in on some Marcus Smart today. I think that price is a little bit too cheap. Uh, definitely Jason Tatum uh, at 10K. You know, I, I think I'd rather play him um, – over Randall today, and, and that's just really more of a, what I consider to be, like, from an opportunity standpoint. Like, I feel like he's got a little bit more opportunity than Randall, although Randall may have the slightly better spot. Uh, Al Horford just, you know, started out the season on a tear. Uh, rebounding has come down a little bit in the past couple games. Not completely worried yet. Do want to see what happens when he comes out in this game against Giannis and the gang. Uh, I think they they may need him here. And then Robert Williams, you know. His minutes have come back up into the thirties and I don't mind him in a tournament for sure, especially from a rebounding perspective, could put up a a quick double double for us.
0: Yeah. I mean, Boston, I hate to say it, but I think Josh Richardson is super interesting for tournaments with Jalen Brown. out, Josh Richardson's played 33 and 31 minutes in the last two games. Um, uh, he's 3,300, Will. Like, I feel like he was just, like, an overlook when they were, like, looking, like, doing pricing. Like, I just... the pr- He went down. He scored 28 fantasy points and went down. Um, so, I mean, Josh Richardson, not someone that I expected to come on the podcast and talk about. <laughs> but... You,
1: I, you I, know, I, he's I, just, like, a solid NBA pro, right? Kind of like yep. Garrett Temple. Um, one of those guys... Probably isn't going to stay on one team forever. It's going to float around a little bit. Just a solid NBA pro, man.
0: So, yeah, I mean, I don't mind. I don't mind Josh Richardson here at 3,300. You know, you pretty much covered everything else. I want to see the ownership of Marcus Smart because I am a little concerned coming off of a big game, he's going to have too much ownership. But yeah, we'll have to kind of see. Detroit at Cleveland. Two oh four total here. Cleveland five point favorite. Olenek is out for Detroit. Love Markkinen and Sexton are are out for uh, Cleveland. So let's start here with the Detroit side. Olenek matters a little bit, right? Um, this is a guy playing about seventeen to twenty five minutes most nights. Um, you know, without him being out. Maybe like Trey Lyles sees 25 minutes in this game. He's 3,200. It's tough to say. Um, I mean, Cunningham, after having really bad shooting nights, the first two nights of his career, has definitely bounced back, scored at least 17 actual points in three straight. He's still 5,600. What are your thoughts here on Detroit?
1: Yeah, man. Uh, interesting collection of talent. Uh, definitely thinking this spot, Jeremy Grant is still going to be my guy. Um, just because I, I trust his minutes, I feel like, more than anybody else's. Um, with Olenek being out, man, it, are, are they going to give Isaiah Stewart 30 minutes again? Like, is that something we're going to try to do, especially since they're going to be facing Biggs and Mobley and, and Allen? Like, is, is that something that's going to occur? I'd love to see that. I think I think I would speculate on Isaiah Stewart today at 4,300, despite the fact that we haven't really seen good performances. K Cunningham, I think he is. A, excuse me, guys. Sorry about that. I think he's kind of priced appropriately for for what for where he is now. Like fifty six hundred feels right until he starts dropping forty every game. Then we're going to need to move him up a little bit more. Uh, but I definitely think he's he's right there. I wish we could get a little bit more Josh Jackson in terms of a minutes stability, but he's all over the place, and I just I just can't invest in him.
0: Uh, The Cleveland side of things, I mean, with all these guys still out, Allen, I mean, I know he's 7,800, but I think he has to be on the list today. Uh, The price has definitely caught up the production. Him and Mobley, uh, I think, are guys that have the upside to put up big games. And then, I mean, Ricky Rubio, I, I was super excited the other night that he didn't start. I think that definitely lowered his ownership a little bit, but he's going to be a staple in this offense with Sexton out. He's going to shoot. He's going to get assist um, 15 shots the other night. Didn't have a great shooting night from the three-point land and still had a really solid game. So, um, I mean, looking at this team, I will say Okoro came back, played 28 minutes, and continued to be – just there um I mean he's much more needed on the defensive side of things I'll be
1: there (laughs) I mean pretty much
0: um talk to me here about Cleveland
1: yeah man I'm definitely in on Rubio bitch or no like I like him a lot he's probably about like a walking 35 at this point with the you know what I mean like kind of with this role I'd absolutely take 35 fantasy points for 5,700 uh, I still think Garland's got a little bit of meat on the bone. I know I know, we didn't see the upside in the past two games, but I definitely think he's got a shot at 40. If he can get the assist going. Um, C.D. Osmond is a guy I know we had kind of talked about. He's put up – he's had 31 minutes and 29 minutes at 3,800. Could be a pivot off of – a slight pivot off of uh, Josh Richardson if his ownership starts to come up, But I don't think Osmond is going to get the same ownership, and I don't expect Detroit – to run away here and then absolutely man Jared Allen at 78 this is a guy that can put up 50 uh, and this could absolutely be one of those games where he has 15 rebounds 18 points two or three blocks a steal you know two assists or something like that and at the end of the night it's like man why didn't I just play Jared Allen at 7800
0: yeah I mean that's how I kind of feel like too I feel like Jared Allen is, like, weirdly priced where it, like, could potentially keep, like, his ownership way down, and, like, Jared Allen could put up 50 fantasy points here. So, it's just, like, I really think he's someone that I mean, he could put up 35, don't get me wrong, but I think he's someone that, like, he really, he really stands out to me here. Um, so, I, I like him. I, I like this spot for him a lot. Uh, moving on. Portland at Houston, no total in this game. Norman Powell, questionable. Um, I don't know why that makes it where we don't have a line. Um, so, anyway, let's start here with the Portland side of things. Oh, and um, Kevin Porter Jr. is probable for Houston. I, I He's been out, so I should mention that. So, um, I mean, Houston... <laughs> You know, talk about teams that are not great defensively and play at a very fast pace. Um, Portland, CJ McCollum, 8,200. Damian Lillard, 9,800. Even though these guys are, like, expensive, I mean, this screams, like, ceiling type of matchup.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're playing Houston. Houston. Um, I mean, we saw the Detroit-Houston game. We've seen Houston play the Lakers without LeBron, with LeBron. Like, this is going to be a track meet uh, for the most part. So, you know, Dame at 9,800, I I think you can take some shots. If you look, you know, he's getting closer and closer to being more efficient, right? And then, Steve, if you look at whenever he's getting a little bit closer to efficiency, uh, you know, the fantasy points are there. And even even in his inefficiency – The assist numbers have been there this year, which has kind of kept his uh, fantasy points afloat. But you look at the past two games, 11 for 23, 12 for 23, Um, you know, one of four from three, four, of 13 from three, 30%, 25%. Uh, Numbers are starting to get a little bit better from where we were earlier this season at 9,800 against Houston. I love it. C.J. McCollum, you you know, I've been playing C.J. some this year, but at 8,200, with Dame kind of heating up, I'm absolutely, you know, probably going to fade there. Um, I wish Nurkic was getting 30 minutes. Um, but, I mean, he's been able to put up 40 in, in the 20s. But, man, I just – I don't I don't think I could play him over Jared Allen knowing that uh, Jared Allen is getting big minutes right now with some of those big, uh, you know, uh, on the shelf.
0: I'm going to say Robert Covington as well. Um he's someone that he played 39 minutes the other night on the front end of a back-to-back and only played 23 minutes on the second end of a back-to-back. Um, so he is someone that has been playing really consistent minutes at 4,200 going up against Houston. He's someone that, I mean, this is a three to five steal type upside matchup against this Houston team. So I think Robert Covington like sneakily scores like, five or six points and still like could potentially put up 30 plus fantasy points in this game just because he's going to rebound he's going to get assists and he has some steel upside in this game i mean baby baby draymond game yeah baby draymond game there you go <laughs> uh houston side of things i mean kevin porter jr coming back obviously helps this offense potentially keep this game close Jalen Green, I mean he's been playing pretty big minutes. I'm worried a little bit that we'll go down with Porter Jr. coming back. Uh, what do you like here for Houston?
1: Yeah, d- definitely uh you know like, like Kevin Porter Jr. spot I think at 6400. You know the price is is definitely ripe for the picking. Secretly, Eric Gordon has been playing big minutes, but not giving us you know the performances we're used to. And look, man, he's getting older. He's a grown man now, right? He got all these all these young talent. He's not getting off, and that that's okay. Like we're just not going to play you. Uh, you know, Sing Goon was a thing for a while, and his minutes are back down. Christian Wood at nine K, though, I think is probably one of the best plays from this this team. Uh, hopefully. Uh, Daniel Tice being back isn't going to affect this production too much, Uh, but I I definitely, uh, definitely like Christian Wood.
0: Phoenix at Memphis, no total in this game. Aiton's doubtful Sargent is out and Shamit's questionable. Memphis side, Stephen Adams is questionable and Brooks is out. Um, Starting with the Phoenix side of things, they've been, one of the best teams in the NBA this season. Um, they do play at a really fast pace. Memphis is not a good defensive team. Uh, I think they're rated last in defensive rating this season. Um, what are your thoughts here on Phoenix?
1: Yeah, man. Uh, Frank Kaminsky's just kind of been playing out of his mind here recently as he gets the opportunity up to 5,500. Uh, you know, maybe I get in on it. Maybe I don't. JaVale McGee's still crushing in limited minutes. Uh, you know, Chris Paul is, is 8900 I just feel like maybe that's a little bit too expensive. Devin Booker's 9500 Feel the same, same way. They're just kind of priced out of where I want to go. If I was going to play anyone from this game, it would probably be a Mikel Bridges, you know, something like that. Uh, maybe even a Jay Crowder, um, you know, at 4800 And maybe Kaminsky. I, I don't think I can play the top-tier guys here.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I saw some crazy stat like Chris Paul's expected, um, assist ratio is, is like 50%. <laughs> like it's so, it's yeah, so crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, he's just, if there was ever a matchup for Chris Paul to just go big, this would be one of those spots. Um, I mean, Kaminsky at 5,500 seems expensive, but the upsides there, I mean, he continues to show the upsides there. Um, you know, looking at Memphis in this game, I mean, John Morant is such a forgotten DFS play, and he is so good. It's just he's so expensive that it always keeps his ownership
1: down. Yeah, and, and Stevie, do you remember last season when we just pod committed to John Moran and he was like 7K – Half the season, but but Jawas hurt last year. I think he, I mean, you look at what he's doing this year, he's another year in the league, don't get me wrong, but I think that ankle injury was bothering him the whole season. And now that I think he's, you know, so far removed from it, just playing outstanding and from an individual perspective, uh, definitely think, uh, one guy that, that I feel like is kind of a hidden gem here is uh, Kyle Anderson. His minutes have kind of come up here recently. He's been putting up some, some pretty good performances. So, like, if you need some salary relief, uh, I think he's there. Dylan Brooks is, is going to be out again. Uh, had, a, had a great, you know, first game, but he's out. So, you know, that's going to bring us back to the D'Anthony Melton, those guys, and uh, Bain, you know, that group. You know, we'll be able to kind of get a little bit of exposure to them. But I do really like Cal Anderson here.
0: There's a few players on draftings that we've already talked about. And like Kyle Anderson's another one that the, the pricing algorithm just seemed to like miss some place. Anderson's had some really good games. He's gone over 24 fan or 20, at least 20 fantasy points in six of his last seven games. And the minutes have been a little bit more consistent here recently. Um, I mean, I guess one thing that we should talk about a little bit here is if Steven Adams sits. What do we expect? Do we is this a spot if Steven Adams sits, Brandon Clark plays 30 minutes?
1: Um it, it I mean Tillman, maybe like would it be like Tillman and Clark are gonna get minutes? I think. Yeah, maybe, maybe they kind of split 25-25-ish, like you know, what I'm saying kind of overlapping some first and second unit for both of them. I feel like Brandon Clark should be playing 20 minutes a game anyway. Like He's earned that. I, I don't know what's going on there. Um, but but yeah, I definitely think Clark would get a few more minutes.
0: All right. Sacramento at OKC. 217 and a half total here. Sacramento is a four and a half, pay, four and a half point favorite. Uh, Davis is questionable. Hal Burton is questionable. Um, not that I don't think Davis matters really, but Let's go to the Sacramento side of things. Uh, what do we like here for the Kings?
1: Yeah, I think one of my favorite plays is with Sean Holmes. Uh, I know the minutes have kind of been in mid to upper twenties here recently, man, but these rebounding numbers off the charts, definitely think he's got a chance to put up 40 here. Uh, so he's a guy that I like, especially when Marvin Bagley is just going to refuse to play most games. So I, i I'm in there, you know, Harrison Barnes at 7,400. He, he, I mean, he's been scorching hot to start of the season. Let's see if it continues. Uh, but, I, you know, and if Halliburton is, happens to be questionable, then Buddy Heald, I think, at 6,400 is the guy we can get in on and, and hope he kind of turns out the upside. And, you know, if – also if Halliburton is out, you know, I think De'Aaron Fox – have another big game here. We saw against uh the Spurs, even though it ended up being a blowout 37 points, man. Uh, you know, just was able to kind of kind of have his way there. So I really like him as well, especially if Halliburton's out.
0: Yeah, if Halliburton sits, I, I have an in- ton of interest in Fox Barnes. I have interest in Holmes regardless. Um, this is a really good matchup for him. So I, I really like Rashad Holmes in this spot. On the Thunder side of things, I mean. I don't think anybody is on my radar for the thunder with SGA's price, just the way that it is. I think giddy is okay, but I mean, I think his price is kind of where it should be. So I just don't see a ton of value um, when it comes to this team in general right now. Like, OKC, I mean, am I missing something here? Like should be, should we be, you know, taking shots on Dort? I just think there's better value plays today.
1: I'm not playing anyone from OKC on this slate.
0: Yeah, I mean, there you go. Like, I feel <laughs> I, that's how that's how I feel. I just feel like there's, there's just so many good value plays on this slate that it's just like there is nothing that stands out to me whatsoever um, in this spot. So Brooklyn at New Orleans, no total in this one. Claxton and Kyrie are out. Brandon Ingram's questionable. Marshall is questionable. Um, and then Zion's still out. Um, looking at the Brooklyn side of things, I mean, I, I hate to sound like a broken record, and I know I, I pretty much say the same thing every time Brooklyn's on the slate, but I just don't... I don't like them. We're, like, I, I mean... Blake Griffin was getting minutes, and then like all of a sudden, like his minutes have kind of gone away, and like LaMarcus Aldridge is getting consistent minutes. So, and Ingr- or um, Durant and Harden just—I mean, with both of these guys playing as good as they're playing, neither one of them need to have like seventy fantasy point games. So, I just, for me, Brooklyn outside of large field tournaments, LaMarcus Aldridge—I I just no interest in Brooklyn here.
1: Yeah, for sure. I I mean, in playing the Pelicans, I feel like they should win this spot, this matchup. Pelicans have some talent, don't get me wrong. But uh, I think Harden is, you know, pretty much overpriced for, for what he's going to do on a consistent basis. And while KD may not be completely overpriced, like 11K for him, I do feel like is a lot. Like he's going to have some 60-point games. But I think he's going to be more in the 50, 40, upper 40 and mid-50-point range mostly, so – I'm kind of out on Brooklyn as well.
0: And, I mean, on the New Orleans side, Valanchunas is having a fantastic season. His price is reflected that now. Um, if Ingram is out, I think you could take tournament shots on Alexander Walker and Graham. But, overall, this is not my favorite game on the slate.
1: Yeah, I think if they're out – you know, I've been playing Josh Hart. Uh, didn't have the best game the other night, but only played 15 minutes. I'd absolutely go back to the well on Josh Hart if he's going to play 35 minutes.
0: Dallas at San Antonio, 217.5 total here. Dallas, a one-and-a-half point favorite. Um, Cleaver is out. Um, Bay at up is questionable. Collins and Podol remain out. So let's start with the Dallas side of things here. Um, anything standing out to you for the Mavericks?
1: No, um, not at all. I mean, I don't it's so weird saying that with
0: Luca, right? Like, it's just he's just not yeah. having these like 60, 70 fantasy point games. He's 11 one. We're going to talk about a guy in the next game that I love on this slate, like one of the expensive guys that I feel like is going to weird people out. But I mean, overall, I just when I'm looking at Dallas, it's just I I don't think Tim Hardaway is someone I want to play consistently. I know he's gone over thirty
1: fantasy <laughs> points in three of the last four. But good good luck, I E. Aaron Gordon. I told everybody oh. <laughs> everybody if you were going to fade anybody <laughs> on that Denver team, fade Aaron Gordon. Uh, we saw this in Orlando, Stevie. I, I'm bringing this up in the form of Tim Hardaway Jr. I don't care how many thirty point fantasy games he has at 5500. The one day you talk about him. Is the one day he's gonna, <laughs> it's going to bite you on your ankle. And didn't Aaron Gordon come out and bite us on the ankle? And I, I didn't in- invest in him. So uh, I didn't have that to worry about. But you guys get our drift. Not playing Tim Hardaway Jr. at 5,500 is the moral of the story.
0: <laughs> I, was so, I was so sad that the Hard Rock Sportsbook did not have a points prop for Aaron Gordon the other night. Oh, uh, man. I wanted the under so bad. <laughs> Listen, I, we we did make been some there, money on the unders. I promise. Been there, done that way too many times. <laughs> um, I mean, the San Antonio side of things, DeJounte Murray is having a great year. He's going to be low-owned. Um, You know, this is a guy that has gone over 48 fantasy points in four of his last six games. Uh, the ceiling is there. The upside's there. I mean, if we even extend it to the last 10 games – He's gone over 48 fantasy points in, I think, six of those games. So, or five of those games, six of those games. So, the upside is there for DeJounte Murray, and he's going to be like probably less than 5% owned here.
1: Yeah. And that's what I was going to say. I, I love DeJounte in this spot. And and the main reason is so you've got Luca at 11, 11, 1, excuse me, and DeJounte at 94 and they've kind of essentially been in the same plane from a fantasy perspective this year, right? So I'd absolutely just take my discount, uh, you know, of uh, $1,700 and and plug in DeJounte. I mean, that's what I would do. I I expect this game to be fairly competitive. So I, I am absolutely in on DeJounte Murray, no doubt about it.
0: Atlanta at Denver. No total in this game. Bogdanovich and Hunter are questionable on the Atlanta side. That's something that we're really watching here um, because that would potentially open up some minutes where very useful minutes for some value guys. On the Denver side, Murray and Porter Jr. are out still. Uh, Jokic should be back after his one-game suspension. Talk to me here about Atlanta. Um, I mean, it's really tough the night before, but if we get news that Hunter and Bogdanovich are going to sit Herder and reddish are both under 4k here.
1: Yeah, yeah and those would be two two big time targets. Uh, you'd have Trey Young at 96 who um, I think would just be okay. The question for me is how much Clint capella do you think we get today? Like do you think we get 35 minute Clint capella or do you think we get 25 minute Clint capella? I'm leaning towards maybe splitting the difference and saying we're getting 28 minute Clint Capella. I think he played 35 minutes because of the matchup with Gobert and both of their skill sets, you know, not really extending the range were probably similar enough for, the, for him to get big run. But I don't, I don't know if he's going to get at 35 minutes in this game and get Jokic, but man, would he have some upside if he did at 7,100? I definitely think John Collins might be valuable in this spot because of the versatile bigs like Aaron Gordon that me that he may have to deal with. But I'm with you, Reddish and Herder. If these guys are out, top two plays from Atlanta.
0: And I even I even think you can like throw Trey Young out there because I do think this is going to be one of those games that I like the game stack. I love Jokic in this spot, and it's weird. And I know that's what I was just saying. You know when I when I love Jokic, it's always you know I'm going to get. 10 tweets today, but I think this is such an incredible spot for Jokic today. Cause when you take Michael Porter jr. Off the floor, we talked about this the other day, um, in that game that he got ejected, that he had 70 fantasy points and didn't even finish the game in a tough matchup against Miami. This dude has, he's averaging 2.23 fantasy points per minute. When you take Porter jr. And Murray off the floor this season, um, it's just, he's absolutely crushing. He's averaging 18 more fantasy points per 36 minutes with these guys off the floor. Um, so I think if you're paying up for a stud on this slate, I think it's I think it's Jokic. Um, I, I think he is triple-double upside. I think you're going to get point guard Jokic in this game, and I mean, I think he just absolutely crushes in this spot.
1: Yeah, I mean... I get it. Like like you talked about, the absence of Michael Porter Jr. And not only that, Jamal Murray, who hasn't been there all season, I definitely think this is opening it up. So I'm with you. Uh, definitely, I think he's probably can get to 60, 70. Uh, and, and, and let's look at how he got there, too, Steve. It's not like he went out and... <laughs> uh, so yeah, it, it, like he didn't score like 50 real points. Yeah, but but if you look at his other games, Stevie, where he's scoring in the 60s, 26 points, 19 rebounds, seven assists, 34 points, 11 rebounds, five assists. Put up 54 that game, 28 14 2, 25 15 10. I mean, he, he's going to be fantastic in this spot, man. Um, outside of him, I
0: like Will Barton still. I, I think. With Porter Jr. out, um, Barton is – he's just going to shoot a ton in this game. So, I, I think Jokic will create opportunities for Barton. So, I mean, that's why I was kind of saying, like, if this Atlanta value opens up, this game is fantastic from a stack perspective. Mate um, Morris still playing 30 minutes. I don't think he's a value play I want on the slate. But I really like this spot um, for Jokic and Barton. Um, pay up with those guys. Get the value on the Atlanta side and off to the race as we go. Chicago at Golden State, 221 and a half total here. Golden State, four and a half point favorite. Go bet Golden State. They're just, they're so good. Um, Big news in this one is Vooch is out, you know, has health and safety protocols. White and Williams are out. And on the Golden State side, some news like, we haven't had a ton of news going, breaking down these games, but here we go. Um, Draymond Green and Damian Lee questionable. Um, this could be big news here. So let's start with the Chicago Bulls side of things. Um, what do we like here for the Bulls?
1: Uh, is Alizé Johnson going to play 30 minutes? Or what, what are they going to do here? I don't know. Are, are, are they, you know, this is going to get interesting. But here's what's, here's what's actually going to happen. This trio of guards is going to have to take over this team until Vooch comes back, which that's kind of what they were doing already anyway. Um, you know, Zach Levine is averaging 25.9 points per game. And then you move over to DeMar DeRozan. Guess what he's averaging? 26 points per game. Stevie, do you know how many points Vooch is averaging this season? It's 13.6. Uh, the guards, they're running the show here. You go over to Alonzo, he's averaging 12.6. I mean, they, they've got scoring galore. Caruso averaging 8.5. I mean, and Kobe White is on his way back. Like, he's getting close. So that's going to be more scoring in the guards department. Uh, they've got guards for days, and they're going to need it against the Golden State Warriors. Uh, Stevie, I, I wish these guys were cheaper, but I think Levine's in play here in this spot.
0: No, I like I like Levine a lot. Um, I kind of like DeRozan too. Like, I think DeRozan like. So here's the thing about this game, right? This game's going small. Vooch out. This game's going small. Like, there's possibilities of like Caruso playing and like them using DeRozan at the five. Like that's how small. I, I mean. I, I'm I no, I know I'm not even I don't even think I'm crazy here because like I I think projection models will give Derek Jones Jr. a bump in minutes and I think that's smart. Johnson maybe a bump in minutes, but I think this game just in especially especially if Draymond Green plays, I think this game goes small. We see like DeRozan versus Draymond. Um, in the five, like at the five, against each other, like, and that's how small this game goes. Um, so we'll see. But this one, I
1: actually want to watch, though. Like, th- this is one I actually, I want to watch because both of these teams have been pretty good this year, and eight, it would yeah. just be interesting to see, you know, how they're playing. Last I checked, Golden State was what ten and one, and and so we're and the Bulls are somewhere around there, maybe nine eight and two, three. eight and three, eight and three, yeah. three. Okay, yeah. I mean, and guess what? The Bulls paid to be competitive, Stevie. What do you know? You get Vuce, you get Levine, you get Lonzo Ball, you get uh, DeRozan, and suddenly you can win games. It's early, right? This doesn't mean they're going to the championship. But trust me, Bulls fans are a lot more happy with this team than, than the one they've had in years past. I can tell you that. I
0: mean, this is a really good team. Yeah. Top to bottom, they're playing great defense. They have offense in Levine. And they have offense in DeRozan, they have offense in Vooch. Lonzo ball is not a bad basketball player. Um, I mean, just Lonzo's having fun now. He's just out there having fun. Yeah, they're winning. He's playing minutes. I mean, they're 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 very tight rotation. This is a if this Chicago Bulls team stays healthy, they're in the Eastern Con- Conference Finals. There you go. Um golden state i mean curry is super expensive i think you know we're gonna have to see if lee is not gonna play or not if lee sits i I think this might be um might be time for old gary payton to get uh get some ownership (laughs) here like he's 3200 he play he plays 30 minutes if damian lee sits right um, they love him on the defensive side of this, and he has become a fan favorite. I just – I don't think – I don't think they want to play Otto Porter Jr. 30 minutes. I think Gary Payton – No, no, minutes. no, they don't want to
1: do that. Yeah, I mean – Maybe not man. 30, 25? Yeah, let's go there. I, I can get down – I can even probably get down 27. 27. Uh, 30 feels a bit hefty, but we don't know. I mean, they like you said, if they like him – they may want to get him some, some minutes. I will say if Draymond happens to be out, though, I think everybody's going to be on uh, namanja Bielitsa. <laughs> He's probably going to be sky high by, by the end of the night because he is probably going to play minutes. Like, I, I tried to squeeze in Juan Toscano Anderson one time, I think, when Draymond was out the front part of the season, and they played Bielitsa, and I said, you know – I, I knew it was one of those guys. Couldn't, couldn't remember who, and that's, that's who it ended up being. But I definitely think if Draymond's ruled out early, B Elites is probably going to get some skyhack ownership.
0: Yeah, I mean, B Elites is 3,200, too. So if Lee and man, there's some value potentially opening up on these late yeah. games where if you're behind after some of these early games, there's going to be some opportunity to catch up on the slate. So, yeah, should be a fun one. All right, Minnesota at L.A. is where we finish out. Take a take a nap, Will, because this injury report's crazy. Um, 226 total. Lakers a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Minnesota's good to go. Ariza's out. Dumbaya is questionable. Horton Tucker's out. LeBron's out. Nunn's out. Rondo's questionable. Um, Minnesota. I mean, Carl, they don't have anybody to guard Carl Anthony Towns in this game. And if, if Minnesota commits to, like, getting Towns the ball in this game, the ceiling is is great.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, their biggest problem is Anthony Edwards trying to take 50 shots a game, and, and I'm exaggerating, but, man, is he shooting the ball a lot. But I'm with you. I, I like Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, secretly, Patrick Beverly has been playing fairly well from a fantasy points perspective. Now, he's now priced up for his – probably what his upside is but but he's been playing okay um d'angelo russell at 7200 i don't hate i think that's cheap enough uh and even anthony edwards at 81 in this spot i don't hate it because they will need a score and to to get us there you look at the past 10 games 44 42 46 40 29 40 47 33 43 66 stevie you you're you looking here to see 8100 and you think whoa sticker shot this price is warranted. The guy's been fantastic starting out his second year.
0: Yeah, I mean, we knew that we knew the upside and the ceiling was there for Anthony Edwards. It's just this guy might be someone we're talking about for like the next 10-15 years. Like he he yeah. might be that type of player. Um, I mean, we're we're seeing. You never know. On the Lakers yeah. side. I mean Westbrook is is like, all right, LeBron's out. I'm gonna go back to getting triple doubles and I'm gonna put the team on my shoulders. I'm gonna do my thing. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> yeah, and 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 draft case is right back to pricing him the way. Yep. As if he's gonna do it every night.
0: <laughs> he probably will too. That's the crazy thing.
1: Yeah. Um Malik Monk's 3,600 had a really good game against Miami at 35 minutes. Uh, do, do you think they'll give him 25 minutes a game now? I don't know. Carmelo Anthony is 5,600. He played 38 minutes. Uh, you know, I don't hate it because he's got the upside. I'm not as interested in the in the most expensive pieces like Anthony Davis. Um, I, I do think Westbrook is a really big spend up or a really good big spend up. I, I would definitely I definitely think I'd take Westbrook over A.D.
0: Yeah, I mean I think you could play either one of them. Um Anthony Davis against Towns could have a monster game here, and they're just they're playing him a lot of minutes. Um, I mean the last game was overtime. Was Charlotte overtime? I don't remember if Charlotte was overtime or not. Um I know the Miami game was. All right, let's play the morning grind game. And then um we'll get out of here. I-, I guess we should note really quick. Um, depending on like if Rondo and Dumbaya sit, Malik Monk played 35 minutes against Miami the other night. Um, he's 36 yeah, That's years. what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, I think you mentioned that, didn't you? I yeah. saw it as I was like like scrolling off of it, and I just was like, Oh man. So that's what I get for um watching the dolphins get crushed. Anyway, favorite play under 8k or favorite play under 5k to 7x i was looking at the baseball one i was about to ask you who's going to get six or more strikeouts i am very distracted. <laughs> um the favorite play under 5x or f- <laughs> 5- yeah. 5k to go 7x um
1: whoo we it's friday <laughs> it is friday um This is kind of a tough one. But I, I think if I had to go with one right now. I'm going to let you keep your guy. I'm, I'm going to take Malik Monk.
0: Who do you think my guy is? i want to see if you're right. Josh Richardson. All right. That is my guy. You're right. Josh Richardson. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I mean, because we already know Brown's not playing. Yeah. So. yeah. Well, um, we know LeBron's not playing, too, which is why, you know. I think uh, Malik could get there still. Yeah,
0: I think you want Ronda to be out too, though, for Monk, no?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely.
0: Over 8K to go under 5X, who's your bust today?
1: Uh, Man, I'm going with Devin Booker.
0: Yeah, I don't mind that one. I mean, I I think I have to take LaMelo Ball. I know the guy, the, the kid, he just has so much ceiling, but if I'm looking at a consistent basis... I think he gets 45 here instead of 55. So, who's your favorite 6X play today?
1: I had a lot of those guys. Um, And I couldn't decide whether this was going to be Let's Get Weird or GPP. I I think I'm going to leave it with with my favorite 6X. I'm going Jared Allen, man. I, I just, if you look at this game log, these minutes, I mean, bro, you know, he picks up. Three more points the other night, he's at, you know, 42. And a few more rebounds. His rebound is 60, 17, 50, 70. He only got 10. He could have very easily been around 50. I, I like Jared Allen here.
0: I like that. Um, I think I'm going to go Kyle Anderson. Uh, I think the Ooh, price just like hasn't, the- like, I don't think the price has caught up to the recent production. The minutes are there. The matchup against Phoenix seems like a matchup that he, you know, could play a couple extra minutes in a tight game. So, I'll go with him. I was thinking about him as my Let's Get Weird GPP play, but um, I switched it. So, who is your Let's Get Weird GPP play of the day?
1: Well, listen, this is going to go really well, or it's going to go really bad. I'm hoping it goes really well. Um, a guy we talked about early in the pod. I'm actually going to go with R.J. Barrett against Charlotte.
0: Oh, we're I mean, we're on the same wavelength <laughs> because my guy <laughs> is from the same team. So maybe one of us, maybe one of us get this right today, but um, I'm going to go Julius Randle.
1: I think this I get is it. Spot, <laughs> I get
0: it. I think this is a spot Julius Randle just crushes. I think the pace of this game fits his game. And I think we see 25 shot attempts. We see like a 1530 game from Julius Randle here. Um, so I think I, I think I'm gonna go with Julius Randle as my let's get rid of play of the day. Uh any bets standing out to you here night before?
1: Uh, I'm just gonna on. go
0: like I'll, i I see Will looking it up. Um I'm gonna take the over in the Knicks Charlotte game. It's currently at 225 and a half. I love the over in that game.
1: Let's see. Give me one second. I am on my way there. Um, hmm. Sorry, it still haven't had me filtered. Three. Yeah, and I'm probably going to take the same one. Give me over 223 and a half in the Trailblazers Rockets, minus 110. All
0: right. Any final thoughts before we get out of here?
1: No, sir. I am good.
0: Fun weekend of basketball and football. We got college basketball and college football going on as well. You can get all of that with Roto-Grinders Premium now the NASCAR is over. Um, it covers pretty much everything going right now if you have the combo pass. So check that out. That's going to wrap it up here for Friday. We'll be back Monday talking more hoops. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you then.